At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I like surprises. Surprises are a good thing. So we had Sean King in studio. What was that? A month ago? Three weeks uh, ago? June twentieth, twenty first, sometime right around there. Five weeks ago. I mean, he's man. Do you do you know? We don't remember, you just, is that the quarterback mind? You just remember everything? Yeah, especially things that are important. So I actually got to do a show with you. So I mean, that's like a highlight of my last forty five to sixty days. So Aaron, our producer, says Sean's coming. I'm like, awesome, love, great. That's gonna be fantastic. And uh, then you walk in the door. I'm like, where else would I be? I said, on the phone, on Skype, but we're, we're glad you're here. And uh, like last time, Adam, last time Sean was in the studio, he was supposed to come in for one segment. He kept him for an hour. So Yeah, there's a good chance that happens again. Yeah. Uh, we, we got a lot to get to. By the way, I'll ask you the same thing I asked Adam. Okay. You enjoy watching the Olympics? Have you? Oh, all right. Have you, you been watching? No. Have you? It's fine. So, I don't have the attention span to watch the Olympics. <laughs> I like watching specific Olympic events. Okay. So what are those? Track and field. Okay. The actual sprints mm-hmm. or the relay races. Um, the finals in men's and women's basketball. I don't sure. like the preliminary games. Sure. <laughs> Especially boring. when we lose. And ironically. I kind of get excited, like with the the, the 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 target stuff. Archery, yeah, the archery. Like, it's wow. just something about it that's kind of <laughs> interesting. I will occasionally watch the gymnasts, but I kind of like to see those on highlight as opposed to like sit there and like watch well, now, all of them. Well, now because it ha- it's happening in Tokyo, and the swimming has happening live as as we talk. But a lot of these events, especially gymnastics, the networks want it in prime time. But it happens in the morning, so we know what happens. So I can't watch it when I know what's happened. So I, I can't definitely do it. shout out to all every Olympic athlete. Oh I my mean, god, what an accomplishment! But yeah. I'm a third party swim guy. 
Meaning, I let somebody else watch it and have a third party tell me who won. <laughs> That's the only interaction I want to have. Quit sure. watching swimming, sure. Now, you, you said you liked the archery. Could you do that? Could you shoot like a bow So, and I'm arrow? kind of a hunter. Okay. So, that's kind of, I guess, why it, it, it intrigues me a little bit. I really don't like the bow and arrow. It's a little too close, too personal. But something that could harm me. So. <laughs> Agreed. So, so, then I'm fascinated by how accurate they are. It's hard to shoot those things. But. Yeah, watching... Watching some of the archery stuff, I, I remember. So I was, I, I covered the 2018 uh, Olympics over in Pyeongchang, and and basically, any other random event, they'd be like, Tim, go cover this. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So I went over and covered. Uh, what is it? Uh, is it decathlon? The one where they ski and then they shoot. That's biathlon. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah, decathlon's running. And I, I didn't know the rules. I'm just standing there. I'm like, I'll just interview the American and the winner. Um, and the American has a chance to win. He had won some event, and he misses two targets the first time around. You pretty much lose. Yeah. It's over. And he still has to race like eight times around. So he comes off. It was his last race of his career. And I ask him a question, and, and you know, I'm just trying to get a basic sound bite. Starts crying. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> I so, learned something today. All right. So, uh, Sean, you can get a million dollars if you know what biathlon is. <laughs> it's a cross-country skiing and shooting. See, I learned something. Yeah. You go around, what, you go around once, and sure. then you have to shoot five Listen, targets? I'm not going yeah. to claim to be an expert in the well, biathlon. You knew the, you I just knew knew the, the name, name of it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, so we, we were just watching, uh, yeah, a, a interesting uh, event, the 4x100 medley, but it was uh, two women and two men. First time that's ever happened. And we saw that uh, in track and field, too. They're doing that yeah. as well, 4x400 uh, relay. So there's all kinds of things they're inventing. I, the three on three basketball. I don't know if you got to watch this yet. That's in the Olympics. It's it's the new, year. newest sport. So fast paced. Twelve second shot clock. No, no twenty minutes. So game. is this like a a, a spinoff of Ice Cubes? Like pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, it, it looked like when you were watching it, it truly looked like what we all played as kids. Yeah. You know, you hit the jumper. I take it out of the net. You got to clear it. You got to go back to the three point. I mean, it was amazing. And and also, I almost felt like the men needed to be in Dude, shirts and skins. Like, where do you train for this? I don't know. Like, you can't take the up the, YM, the local YMCA <laughs> a, to do three-on-three. Uh, a Las Vegas ace was a gold medal winner. Two. Two Las Vegas uh, aces. Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young, both on the gold medal winning three-on-three teams. All, All right. Two aces. Congratulations. We promise we have a former NFL quarterback here. We should, prob- keep talking we should probably talk some football or maybe more biathlon. I don't know. It'll be up in the air. We'll figure that out. It is the nightcap. Here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Tim Murray with you. We are here at the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Adam Hill, Las Vegas Review Journal. And Sean King, former Buccaneer quarterback and Super Bowl winner. Do you ever wear your ring? No, it's at my mom's house. How many times have you worn it? Over, under... Five, five, maybe. Five times. Totally. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't fit the finger that it used to fit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I what, know you can make a ring smaller. When you can win, you make one bigger? When you win a, a ring like that, now, you know, I'll brag a little bit. I got a ring from the uh, 2011 Carolina League Championship team. This, this was As uh, the broadcaster. 12 and under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a... It was professional baseball. Manny Machado was our shortstop. Oh, nice. I was the broadcaster. I wasn't on the team like yourself, 
you know, winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, you're comparing uh, your well, ring. To I his. mean, my ring with cubic zirconiums <laughs> that I have no idea where it is to Good. a Super Bowl uh, ring. Here's my claim to fame: I created the photo bomb. Did you? Yeah, because I did not actually touch the field after the initial whistle. <laughs> Except when we went to the locker room for halftime. So I decided that wherever John Gruden went, I was going to be right behind him. I had on white sleeves, and there's not a picture you can find of John from the start of the game to the end of the game. But I'm not in the background. I'm for real. I created back. I, I created photobombing. That's good. That's my claim to fame. I like it. Um, Impressive. Yeah. I do. When you so you probably wore it the day you got it. Yeah, it was a night. A couple a dinners. Ceremony. A couple dinners to yeah, show it off. Yeah, a couple times after that. You went back like, to Tulane homecoming with and it. And I was a weird, like, guy because, like, I would use things like that as motivation. Like, I'm not going to wear this. I didn't play. Right. Like, so, like, a quasi, like, okay, I got one, but I didn't earn one. Right. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. then you start figuring out how hard it is to just stay in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, I mean, you also, like, not to, I know you know this already, but you're, you earn it by being on a team because everybody's preparing each other for the right. for level. And, right. In hindsight, yes. <laughs> At the time, you're kind of frustrated. You know, you always think you're better than the guys in front of you. So I will also say that Sean not wearing it often tells me you're a family guy. Very much so. Yeah, because I'd just be wearing it to meet girls. <laughs> Exactly. You're a family guy. You're just like, I'll just keep it down. Park up at Long Bar over here at Circa. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did my wedding? Did my Super Bowl ring just make so, a loud so clinking so, noise? So my wedding ring. When we moved from Tampa, uh, the cable company calls us. I was like, babe, I don't know where my ring is. I couldn't find it. I guess some kind of way when we were packing, it ended up in one of the cable boxes. The cable company calls and <laughs> says. Did you guys leave your wedding ring in the cable box? All my rings are in Tampa. Oh, man. By the way, have you seen the Bucks new one, the most recent? Oh, my. I've got to figure out how to finagle. <laughs> one of those? Yes. Yeah. I I'm, I'm so. trying to come up with a reason. Is it, yeah. Can you have are... such a fandom for the team? People forget I grew up in St. Petersburg. Huh? So I've been a lifelong Buck fan, way before the Glazers owned them, you know, before they were any good, bags on the head. I used to sneak out of church on Sunday when the Bucks played road games to actually go and be able to watch the game on TV. Because wow. all the home games are blacked out. Because wow. that was when they had the blackout rule. If you and don't they, sell, if you don't sell out. out. Yeah. yeah, so I'm long, long. All right, I'll, I'll say this, though. Obviously, those rings, are, they're insane. Are they, is it too much? Is oh, it absolutely too? not. <laughs> absolutely not. Like, the one we have, the one I have, it doesn't even look like a Super Bowl ring next to that thing. Like, they basically raised the bar. Like, oh, yeah. You know how the rappers went from like one big chain to having <laughs> yeah. on eight now? Yes. The Bucks just put eight chains on. <laughs> it just, yeah, every year it just gets more uh, enormous. Um, Sean King in studio with us. So I, I, I wasn't trying to be make this story time, but being a lifelong Bucks fan and then getting drafted by them. Crazy. I mean, I had a house full of people. The place went crazy. Did you have any? You always hear. Uh, Sometimes players are like, yeah, this made total sense. I, I worked out for them. They loved me. They told me, we're picking you in X round. And sometimes it's, I didn't even talk to that team. So what was your level of communication with John with, uh, with Tony the, the Buccaneers? Yeah, Tony uh, They actually coached the Senior Bowl that year. Okay. So they got a chance to see us, myself, uh, Anthony McFarlane, Dexter Jackson, Martin Gramatica. So our first four picks all played in the Senior Bowl. Oh, makes and sense. So, uh, but I did not think I was going to last until the 50th pick. Anyone that tells you that's not drafted in maybe the top five selections that draft day was memorable until their name was called is lying. Oh, because you were, and that that was that was when it was what Tim Couch. three rounds in the first. It was yeah, day one. It was, day one was it's a marathon. Listen, I thought I was going number twenty one to San Francisco 49ers. I was going to play for Bill Walsh. 
only other quarterback they had on the roster, they had a kid from Canada named Jeff Garcia. I was going to compete with him for the job. They had told me this. When they didn't call my name, it, like, ruined my life. Who'd they pick? They picked uh, Reggie McGrew, and defensive they, tackle. They, everyone knows. From University of everyone knows. And the time from 21 to 50 is, like, two lifetimes. Oh. And you're sitting there, and it's like, wow, am I bad? Am I a bad player? You start looking at highlights from college, like, oh, this looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they see this, right? They saw this film. But it all worked out. The only saving grace is that when the phone finally rang, I only had to go around the block. Yeah. Because it was in Tampa, so which kind of stinks, too, because I didn't get to get on the private jet, you know, and <laughs> fly in for the press for the next morning. Hey, Sean, can you just drive on down yeah, to the yeah. facility? Just come on, we'll give you gas money. Could you, like, could you put me in the – could you just pretend like I'm flying in, you know? Two crazy things. Uh, that, that I didn't, I didn't get a chance to get on the, the private plane and do the film. And a lot of people forget this. This is why it was so special for the Bucks. We never went to the White House because of September 11th. Oh. So when we won the Super Bowl, September 11th ha- uh, happened, and they canceled all visits to the White House. So the, this team getting to go, pretty the first special. Bu- yeah. yeah was, they almost didn't go because of COVID. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I, I want to spin that into the rookie quarterbacks. Um, you know, well, last time you were here, we talked about it, but now training camp has started. Uh, Zach Wilson signed his deal. You know, it's not like when you were drafted where it was it was a true negotiation. Now it's pretty much all slotted. There's, slotted. there's some legality Language, right. that they have to work through. So Wilson ultimately signs his deal. Um, when you look at the quarterbacks that have, that were selected this year, and if you want to go a little bit deeper to, you know, because uh, uh, yeah, – there's a possibility that in Houston, um, Stanford's quarterback Davis Mills might, you know, he might be the starter, or at Set, some point, settle down. Tyrod Taylor fan, settle so, down. Sorry, Tyrod definitely is a really solid starting quarterback. Yeah, thank you. He, and really if he doesn't is. get his lung punctured by the team doc last year. Yeah. Who knows what happens? Um, but when you look at the rookies this year, um, you know Trey Lance, uh, Zach Wilson. Um, Trevor, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Matt what what do you expect from these guys? Mac Jones making some waves right now too in New England. As I said, if you remember, I thought Mac Jones was the best quarterback in yeah. this draft. I, I really do. You know, I'm a guy that I don't change what I think at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. In between that particular moment and the draft, and I think that's one of the mistakes a lot of evaluators make is that a, a guy puts all of this great film out there, and then you either like it more than you should or less than you should based on interviews, him in shorts, and what other people are saying that have crunched numbers, analytics. I think it's, it's what it's called. So I, when you, the eye test, Mac Jones is the guy for me. Now, Cam is in a unique situation. He's trying to prove that he can still play. Kind of the same thing with Jameis Winston in New Orleans. Also, in some ways, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Three veteran, well-known guys that are trying to prove that they're still elite. So Mac probably won't have to shoulder and carry the whole load which is a good thing. So I think he has a chance to play in spots early and then be really good at some point. But I'm big on Mac Jones. I mean, you mentioned the evaluation and all those things are so tricky. Where are you on the toolsy guys? I mean, and when, when you say like, you know, you talk about Mahomes and when he kind of changed how we look at those guys, we're like, wow, you could just be blown away and they can make all these insane plays. Kyle Wilson seems to be that guy. He can make all these incredible plays, but consistency down to down isn't necessarily there. So what do you value in a quarterback when you look at him? It's very interesting that you ask that because I don't have like a set group of 
measurements. And I think that's where people fall into yeah. mistakes. He has to be this height. He has to have this kind of arm strength. He has to be able to draw up a play that I told him 10 minutes ago on the board, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> is, that a shot the, is that a shot at the head coach in town right now? No, not at all. I'm not at all. 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 That was your coach? Not at all. I'm big. I'm big John Gruden fan. And he's actually a heck of a guy. And hopefully they can get, you know, this thing rolling here. I'm totally sure having fans yeah, You know, and yeah. Allegiance is going to be a big plus for them. But I think when you box yourself into a corner by having all those measurables, you make mistakes. I go with the eye test. I'm just one of those guys. You can take me to any high school camp and just let me watch the quarterbacks for an hour, and I can tell you which one of those guys I want to move forward with. And then we watch their game film, and I can tell you which one of those guys is going to be a dude. So when you look at Mac Jones, his odds have shifted uh, south because of what we've seen so far in camp. and. Um, you know, the thought is if, if he gets out there, you know, he's going to be right there. You know, we, we talked last time you were a big fan of, uh, I think it was Jamar Chase uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Do you see, what do you think? Because Trevor Lawrence is going to be the day one starter. Zach Wilson probably will be, um, but they just don't really have anyone else on that Zach's in a tough spot. Right. And, and yeah, you talked about this last time, but I want you to. Yeah, I want you to, yeah. to the Knapp family. I mean, that's extremely tough. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my gosh. What they're having to endure him as a young quarterback, that organization losing the guy that was going to mentor, you know, a top five pick at that position. So I'm not even going to count this season for Zach. I'm mm-hmm. just going to allow them to grieve and work them way, their way through it, and I'll evaluate him further on down the line. Having said that, Trevor Lawrence is going to probably get the most amount of experience this year. However, you look at that Jacksonville roster, who's he throwing the ball to? I mean, uh, Tim Tebow. You, you know, I I really think if you look at their coordinators, if I'm not mistaken, those were Seattle's last two coordinators. The two guys that they have, uh, Bevel there, Bevel and uh, Tom. I'll get it real quick. I, I yeah. think it's Donald or something is his last name, but they're both Seattle guys. Yeah, Daryl Bevel's their their OC, and uh, Joe Cullen is the DC. So when you look at what they're probably going to try and do with that roster, they draft the ATN, they have Robinson back. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Carlos Hyde is there, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I could see them trying to shorten the game, turning around, handing the ball off, being very conservative with Trevor, hoping that they can play good enough on defense and get games to the fourth quarter. And I say that because statistically, I think that's probably going to eliminate him from rookie of the year. Rookie of the, year. Mm. The, kid, the one that interests me is... If Chicago has enough manhood to actually start Justin Fields. I think we did Justin Fields a disservice. I said this the other day. When you look at what he did at Ohio State, and then you look at what the perception was of him on draft day, how did that happen? I mean, the kid played one bad game this Northwestern. Then he came back and played maybe the best game yeah. of the season against Clemson. Oh, my God. And all anyone talks about is the bad game against Northwestern. He has the arm talent. He's played on the biggest stages. He has the athleticism. He has the football smarts. He's a kid that's been playing quarterback forever. I wouldn't be surprised if he surprises people, sort of like Russell Wilson surprised people in Seattle, if he does that in Chicago. Because Chicago has some pieces. I have a theory about Chicago, though, why I think Justin Fields can't get rookie of the year. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I think they look at Justin Fields as their trump card at the coaching staff. Oh, yeah, we got to keep our job. And they can say, yeah, yeah, you're right. listen, we're going to sit him on the bench, <laughs> and then if we're bad, hey, listen, we got Fields next year. Let us stay around here and mentor we're him. We're not drowning on the Titanic. Yep. We have a lifeboat. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I think that's what they're going to do there. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yeah. I can see that happening. On the, at the same sense, I can see a scenario where it happens earlier than we think, and they get hot. Yeah. 
And you look at that division, it's a lot of uncertainty in the North. You know, Detroit, you know, is going to stink. Yep. I mean, they're going to be bad. Dan Campbell's going to be biting people's kneecaps, so come on. Minnesota Sean? always kind of fights themselves. They're kind of like yeah. self-inflicted wounds yeah. here and you're out. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going on a scorched earth tour, but still a part of me, you don't know how this is going to all act out live because they're going to be asking questions every game, every week. Why'd you check the? Why'd you check from the run inside the ten, Aaron? Are you yelling YOLO? Like, <laughs> why, are you guys, why are you guys throwing the ball fifty-five times a game? Like, I mean, I could just see Aaron. He's kind of got that ornery, like, personality where like he could go AWOL. Yeah. And well, just say, I'm gonna throw the ball every down. I'm gonna try and throw for six thousand yards and sixty touchdowns, and I'm gonna walk out the door and leave Green Bay. Let me ask you this about the rookies. I think I already know what you're going to say, but I just want to get into it a little bit more because I found it laughable. And you mentioned the, the scenario that the Jets have. It's a really unfortunate situation yeah. that he's stepping into. But I find it laughable that he, he flew in like late, last night on a red eye two nights ago. He practiced today. He was terrible at practice. And like, well, that's it. He's no – like, Stinks. it's one practice. Yeah. It's one practice. Settle down, right? I, I'd ask, why did he fly in? Why wasn't he already there? <laughs> Like, okay, they can call you and tell you the contract's <laughs> done, and you can leave the hotel, and, you know, walk over. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to come cross country. But, it, I mean, again, contracts, that's one thing in a professional locker room is kind of off limits. Mm-hmm. You know, that's between that guy and the organization, you know, and his agent, whatever they come up with, they come up with. But I, I don't think Zach Wilson's situation is going to be any different than Sam Darnold's. On a bright, big stage, without a lot of help, <laughs> generally done in successfully for a young quarterback. How do you think the Packers situation, Sean King in studio with us, to your point about players, they don't worry about pocketbooks. This whole this whole soap opera, he's there. He, he showed up. Yeah. Are the players saying, Thank God you're here? We've seen Jordan Love play. Like what what are the what's that lie? Is it a weird is it a weird situation? I don't think it's a weird situation. I think it's a very unfair situation for Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love did didn't not do anything wrong. Select himself to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers has tried to kind of say yeah, that, yeah, but he's going to be blamed for his entire career with being the reason that Aaron Rodgers left Green Bay. True, and it's not his fault. And the expectations that will exist when Aaron Rodgers leave, I don't care who was coming in there. You're not going to live up to that level of elite production, elite talent. I mean, so he's in a lose-lose situation. I actually feel bad for the kid. I really do. 30, it'll be, if if this year's the last year for Aaron Rodgers, I believe it'll be 30. Oh, it's the last year. 30 consecutive <laughs> he's years. Far, Rodgers, good luck. I mean, that, that's what it is. Three decades. Of course we're not letting Sean leave. He's going to stick around for another segment. I didn't even ask him. I'm making him stay. That's Sean King, former NFL quarterback. We'll get into a little bit more. Adam Hill with me, Tim Murray uh, with you as well. It is the nightcap here from Circa. We'll dive into a little bit more. Got to talk some New Orleans Saints. Last time Sean kind of scolded me about MVP, the Saints last time. MVP. <laughs> it's the nightcap MVP. here on Vison. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN. Former NFL quarterback, Super Bowl champs, John King, in the house. Like in Vegas. You like Vegas, don't you? I love Vegas. They both start with an L, but we have to be very specific with our words. I love Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> wow. wow. Adam Hill, I think he likes Las Vegas. You've been uh, here for quite some time. I'm obsessed with Vegas. Yes, <laughs> grew up here, never leaving here. I want to earn the right to get me one of those pins that says, I'm a local. Ooh. Get, one of the, get a license plate, I'll too, get you one. right? I'm going to get a Raiders license plate. I saw the all-black one. Oh, I got to have it. Um, pretty sick. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna force you to stay a third segment because I want to expand. I like you, Saints. Tim. We can stay as long as you need. Yeah, well, all right. We'll, 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 we'll do three. Uh, we'll do three. Um, Carson Wentz, uh, we don't know what's, what's going to happen. You know, I, aside from his beautiful hair, which is just lovely, um, <laughs> I, I I was kind of a believer, change of scenery, this is going to work. And maybe it will, but, man, first cup, first day of practice, and he's already, you know, dealing with a foot injury. And the Colts really, they put a lot of eggs in that basket uh, because what's who's their backup? Jacob, uh, Jacob, Jacob Eason. Eason. Jacob, Jacob Eason. Eason. I was really bummed about this Wentz deal because I just feel like him and Reich, him and Frank have like this 
synergy that like works for Wentz. You, mm-hmm. you, people forget this. Wentz was not like this high profile Ohio State, you know, uh, Alabama quarterback. He's at North Dakota State. Right. So sometimes those guys that come from those smaller environments need a different kind of incubation than some of these other guys that are used to like being in front of the spotlight. And whatever him and Frank Reich's relationship was in Philly, it worked. And I was very interested to see with the weapons that the Colts have. Jonathan Taylor, outstanding running back. People forget how good Marlon Mack was before he got hurt. So Marlon Mack is back. You look at Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, they have those pieces in Indy to be really good. I was really looking forward to seeing. And a great offensive line. Yes. I was looking forward to seeing Carson kind of get a chance to, to rehab himself back into the image that people had of him two years ago. And so this kind of stinks. Do you believe in in just injury prone? Is that a thing? I do. I really do. And I think a lot of it has to do with your off season and how you take care of your body. And, you know, if you know that you have liabilities, deficiencies somewhere, making sure that you do extra, you know, to make yourself be prepared. But sometimes just being unlucky. The uh, report today, so this was uh, a handful of hours ago. Many of you probably already know. Carson Wentz and the Colts waiting for Dr. Robert Anderson to review scans of Wentz's injured foot. Once Anderson sees the scans, they will have a better idea of how long Wentz will be sidelined. At this time, it's not expected to be season-ending. You know, odds have shifted, but as a sports book, you can't go too crazy one way or the other, right? Because if Wentz is healthy and you go to two to one, I mean, that's that's incredible value for the the Indianapolis Colts. When when Julio Jones got traded to Tennessee, it was, oh, this is unstoppable. Tennessee, you know, they are a, a, you know, immovable object. They're going to be so good. I still like the Colts to win the division. I didn't ultimately make that bet, Sean. Assuming health for Carson Wentz, how would you look at this division? Oh, I think it's Tennessee. Yeah. All the way. I mean, it's not just Julio. A.J. Brown's on the other side. Derrick Henry. You know, he doesn't get a lot of credit, but Ryan Tannehill has been outstanding for them since he left Miami. You know, and this was kind of the situation I thought maybe Carson would be able to have actually materialized for him, leaving one spot. Maybe the energy was bad, going somewhere else and kind of revitalizing his career. But Tennessee – this offseason kind of tried to fill their holes on defense. They added Bud Dupree mm-hmm. from the Steelers. They, they drafted, uh, I think it's Caleb Farley. I think they brought in Janoris Jenkins. So it looks like they're going to be a lot more aggressive on defense, play some man coverage, and, and get after people. I think they're going to open this offense up a little bit too. I think they're going to be a lot more explosive. They're going to be a lot more diversified in how they attack defenses because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Derrick Henry had 400 carries. Yeah, last year, yep. and he's had the most carries in the NFL over the last three years. So I think they're going to try and take some of that load off of him. And having Julio on one side and AJ on the other makes it a lot easier for Ryan. With Arthur Smith going to Atlanta, mm-hmm. how big of a loss is that? We only have a couple seconds here before we hit a break. Arthur Smith, the loss of him as OC in Tennessee, big deal or are we overrating it's it? Not about it's not about X's and O's. It's about Jimmys and Joes. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the Jimmys and Joes. <laughs> They sure do. Yeah. Uh, Josh Reynolds also now uh, down there. Yeah. In Tennessee. I would say if 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 Carson Wentz's injury is five weeks, six weeks, oh. load up on Tennessee. Oh right yeah, now. absolutely. In this division, Jacob Eason's their backup. Come on. Got Sam Ellinger. He was at Tennessee. He was at Texas for like yeah. three decades. Good luck with that. That's Sean King. Talk some. Uh, talk to NFC South. You know anything about the NFC South? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on back. It's the nightcap here on Beeson. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks from conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now's also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99. Start your free all-access trial today. VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. I promised him only one more segment. I said... It's Friday. We're not going to force you to do four segments. We'll we'll get them out of here on three. Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So we'll talk some NFC South. We were just talking uh, some college football. You were at USF for four years? Yes, for four years. Yeah. Willie Taggart, and then you stayed over for Charlie Strong. Yep, two great Um, guys. Um so we won't dive into USF football right now. We'll we'll do a little bit more as you if you I- like them, they're eighty to one to win the conference. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a process down there for the old uh, for the old Bulls uh, to try to turn things around. Jeff Scott entering year two, uh, coming in from uh, from Clemson. But I do want to get your thoughts on the NFC South because last time you were here, you gave me a talking to mm-hmm. uh, about the New Orleans Saints. So let's revisit that. Uh, Michael Thomas out for the first, uh, he's on pup, so he's out for at least the first six weeks. But you and Adam are very high on Jameis to have a big, big year. Why? Why wouldn't you be high on a guy that threw for 5,000 yards and 30-plus touchdowns two seasons ago? 
And the only thing that he's done since then is learn from a first ballot Hall of Famer, Andrew Brees. So the best way to correct destructive behaviors is to get with someone that doesn't have any of them. And Drew Brees' approach is meticulous from a mental standpoint. The way he processes information, the way he handles success and failure, his default line is much higher than Jameis's. And so when I talk about things like that, a quarterback in the game, something happens. The right tackle gives up pressure. The receiver's two yards short. Uh, they fool me with the coverage. Jameis' default was let's still be aggressive, whereas Drew's is find a completion. Mm -hmm. And I think seeing Drew do that week in and week out is going to do great things for Jameis Winston because association breeds assimilation. Whatever you hang around, you start to become like that environment. And so that's why that environment last year, he was incubated. You'll hear me say that a lot. With Drew and with Sean Payton, you're going to see the manifestation of that this season. I think Jameis is going to have a phenomenal year. So I, I think another part of why I'm very high on Jameis, first of all, I've always been high on Jameis. I think his, ta his talent is just next level. It's incredible. Uh, but he goes and has the seasons that he had. And listen, we can argue about the interceptions and everything else. But he's like second all time in passing yards through his first five seasons. And then he couldn't get a contract after that. And to me, if you're ever going to figure it out, if you're going to get it, it's going to be, oh, nobody wanted me? Okay, now I'm going to do it. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't do it now, it's never going to happen for him. Failure will humble you. Yeah. I don't think this was self-inflicted failure. I think this was a league mistake. Yeah. When you look at some of the quarterbacks that trotted out mm -hmm. some of those weeks last year, <laughs> and you got a guy that, as Adam just eloquently put, is tops for most passing yards in his first five seasons, explain that to me. Like, explain that to me. Like, I think he understands that. I think he has a chip on his shoulder to prove people wrong. And I think you're going to see the best version of Jameis, and he's going to be the best version of himself with someone like Sean Payton. As, as a quarterback yourself, to be without your, your, your top dog, your, your, your number one receiver for the first six weeks, how big of a deal is that for, for Jameis and for the Saints? When you think about, you know, week one, they're starting – hold on, let me – Pull out what Derek Stevens handed me here. Uh, <laughs> Saints, Green Bay, at Carolina, at New England, the Giants, at Washington, and then you should have him back. So five games without Michael Thomas, assuming he comes back off pup uh, when eligible in week seven. They'll be fine. If I'm not mistaken, Michael missed some time last year. If, uh, I think so, yeah. I, 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 yeah, did. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like that hadn't happened before. And, and I, the one position I never worry about in the NFL is wide receiver. Like, you have these unique once-in-a-generation talents like Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, guys that come along. But you have a whole lot of Mike Evans, really good Pro Bowl guys that are going to be Hall of Famers. You have a whole lot of Antonio Browns. Like, we can go down the list. There are a lot of guys in this country that are on NFL rosters that you don't know about that are phenomenal wide receivers. So that's the one position I think most teams have second- and third-string guys that can fill in, especially in a short-term situation like that. So let's say Jameis is as good as, as you and I seem to think he's going to be this year. The Saints do have talent all around the field. Now, their depth took a hit because of the salary cap. They had to get rid of a lot of depth guys. They've got talent everywhere. Jameis is really good. Can they give the Bucks a run? I think the Bucks have to falter for anyone in the NFL to give them a run. I think if every team in the league plays to their potential, the Bucks are still the best team. And if New Orleans, I guess what scares me a little bit is not on the offensive side, it's on the defensive side, losing Trey Henderson and those 13 and a half sacks. 
Because you got to be able to get to the quarterback in this league. And Cameron Jordan, I think it's going to bounce back, but he didn't have his most productive season last season. So I think that worries me a little more than anything that's going on offense as far as winning the NFC South. But they're going to be in the hunt. People forget, even though Tampa beat them in the playoffs, the game was in New Orleans. So if you look at what happened in the regular season, it's Tampa that has to make up ground, not New Orleans. Talking to Sean King, hanging out with us in studio. And uh, with with Tampa, you won a Super Bowl in Tampa. They just won the Super Bowl. Everyone is back. I mean, it's wild that every talent, every player that contributed last year is back for the Buccaneers. You have Tom Brady, the greatest ever. Is there a chance that they take their foot off the gas? Or because 12 is there, they're going to keep motivated? I think 12 gives you comfort because of what happened in New England. I don't forget New England every year was expected to win a championship. And he understands the focus you have to have to make those expectations a part of your reality. And so I think having him there is the glue that's going to keep everything together. And I also think there's a storyline that people haven't thought about. I really think Bruce Arians, this is his last year. And I think inside that building, a lot of people know that. And I think those players, because Bruce treats them with such professionalism, he treats them like men, he allows them to be themselves, that's why everybody came back. Now, granted, I want to play with Tom Brady, but they came back because of Bruce Arians. Because they finally found a coach where, okay, he's going to make me a better player, but he's also going to show me respect. He's going to make me feel like I'm a huge part of what we have going on. He's going to treat me like a man. And so I think their adoration – admiration for Bruce is going to be a large reason why they stay focused because I really think Bruce wants to win another one and retire and hope that the Bucks hire Todd Bowles or Brian Leftwich to replace him. 20 seconds. Back-to-back? I'm calling it back-to-back. I'm jumping on, what is it, plus 800, plus 850? I'm all in. There you go. Not a homer at all either. They pulling from my pockets. It has no emotion tied to it. <laughs> That's Sean King, former Bucks quarterback. You and Tom Brady have something in common. Did yeah. you go back to the Bucks reunion? I did. <laughs> I did. You know what? Uh, oh, we got a break. You better tell a story. That's Sean King. We'll have to have him back another time for, for story time. Sean King, former Bucks quarterback, Adam Hill, Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Indeed delivers great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. More at Indeed.com slash credit. All right. We said goodbye to a former NFL quarterback, and we bring in a really good host. (laughs) Jimmy Ott down there at ESPN Baton Rouge uh, in town yet again. And anytime Jimmy comes in town, I'm saying you Come in studio and we hang out. We'll talk some SEC football. Uh, been a little bit of a an interesting week, the, needless to say, down there in uh, in the world of the SEC. Uh, I don't know when it's going to happen, uh, but but what do you make for this conference moving forward? A conference that you know inside and out, Jimmy. Texas and OU. How's this all going to play out? How's the configuration going to work? And and I mean, money, money. Uh, that that new contract for ESPN. I'm sure. Uh, be a whole lot of dollar bills coming into the SEC. This is a bigger deal uh, than when Arkansas and South Carolina came in roughly 20 years ago, and then uh, A&M and Missouri. These are, I mean, yeah. these are some blue bloods. 
Um, you know, Texas just, uh, they, they failed at their Longhorn Network. And uh, so, you know, they, you know, I'm not crazy about kind of throwing them a little life jacket, right. kind of helping them out. And you got to be careful because Oklahoma and Texas, their roster will get better, you know, now that they have the SEC badge to, you know, to uh, flash in recruiting. Uh, Tom Herman was sick about it. I mean, he, he used to talk about A&M's, uh, you know, form letters to recruits. SEC logo was bigger, bigger than the TAM. <laughs> but the thing, I'm, what I'm surprised at is the fan base of all the schools, minus A&M, we know about you know their reaction. About 90% are really excited, elated for it. And I'm like, you know, LSU. Careful what and, you wish for a little exactly, bit. Exactly. Yeah. LSU and their three national championships, uh, two times they had to beat Oklahoma. Took care of them. Oklahoma's going to be better. They're going to be better. So, um, I, you know, I, I'm kind of indifferent on it a little bit. We know about the money. It's a slam dunk. You know, the finances, because everybody took a hit last year. That's a, a, a slam dunk. But I'm really surprised. It's almost like they're poking their chest out a little bit, the fans, and say, hey, we can do this. We're powerful enough to do it. But the three series that matter the most in all of the changes, adjustments, permanents, non-permanents, divisions, the three games that are always played every year, Alabama-Auburn, um, uh, Alabama, Tennessee. Believe it or not, those people in Knoxville love getting their the ass kicked every year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. And then, and then you have uh, Auburn, Georgia, which is the oldest series in the South. And I think the only way you can do it is split it into uh, you know two divisions to maintain those to uh, be played every year. Missouri's got to go to the West, but where they belong geographically, Oklahoma, Texas in the West, and Auburn, Alabama move to the East. And so, you know. People are talking about, well, we won't have, have a chance to play this team, all the kids. You don't now. And you also, I mean, at some point when you at 16 teams, you can't play, play as everyone. many. And, and I really believe they're going to have to go to a nine-game conference schedule also. So is this, is this the first step? Because I've always thought, in my mind, there's going to be four 16-team conferences, and then those teams will then split off from the rest of the NCAA, do their own thing at the top. I've adjusted now. I think the SEC goes even further. I think they get to like 2024, 20, and then they're just like, we're doing our own thing now. We're not going to be, we're not sharing with all these other schools. We're doing our own thing. And I think they get Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, and they're just like, this is what we're doing. Uh, you know, the thing about that is when you really brought, you know, uh, branch out geographically, all your sports have to travel. Right. You know, so we're talking about 24, you know, varsity sports, uh, men and women's. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know, but I do know this that, Greg Sankey's chair is more powerful than Mark Emmert's. And we, and we love Mark Emmert. I mean, he's had a rough go with the NCAA right now. He was a former chancellor at uh, LSU, and he was the one that brought Saban down from Michigan State. So we had a lame duck AD at the time. But Sankey, I'll tell you what, he was kind of an autopilot uh, commissioner for a while. But in the last year, be, you know, getting 79 out of 81 games scheduled, played on the field, being ahead of the curve here, Hey, mandating, hey, you're forfeiting this year. You don't have 85% guys uh, vaccinated, your players, you're going to forfeit. I mean, Joe, even the NFL followed suit, you know, a couple of days after. But he's, uh, I, I can't answer that question on the timing as far as adding more pieces. As far as Oklahoma, Texas, I'm thinking 2023. Okay. They had to just say 2025 because of legal. Right. Yeah, because you know, that's, when the, that's when the contract expires. Correct. Jimmy Yacht joining us. He does a, a phenomenal job down there in Baton Rouge, uh, ESPN 104.5 there. Uh, let, let's get into this year and uh, and the SEC. Uh, what do you make of Georgia this year? JT Daniels is back. My I, And I'm sure you, you know about him more so than I do, but 
man, it's hard to get a fake punt to your, you know, your backup quarterback out of your mind in an SEC championship. Yeah. But there's so much talent there. Uh, they obviously open up with Clemson as a four-point dog, Jimmy. Uh, do you think SC, uh, Georgia, Alabama, I will never say they're down, but this is a, a year where they've lost a lot. Uh, so they're not maybe untouchable. Can Georgia win the conference this year? Uh, absolutely. And Will you, they win and, the conference? Um, it, I think this is a year where they got a really good shot. Yeah. Um, they recruit well enough, so what they lost on defense, they're going to be fine. I mean, Kirby Smart has – that's the most impressive thing he's done in Athens. Offense is, okay, now you got some explosive elements. You can actually uh, open this thing up because JT Daniels averaged over 300 yards passing. Wasn't murderer's row, but it was a very good Cincinnati team in the Peach Bowl yep. that he uh, threw for over 300. So – he, I'm, I'm wondering why it took so long last year. Uh, but um, it, it, it's, yes, they're going to be very good. Their schedule is very light. They only play three conference road games this year because, uh, you know, the 4 3 1, depending right, on neutral Florida game. with Georgia. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, I, Pickens hurts. He's a big time. He's a guy that dictates coverages. He, you know, him being out probably till about December is, is going to hurt. But, yes, absolutely, they have a real shot. And, I don't. I'm, when I'm handicapping right now for college football for this season, I'm trying to keep myself from not putting too much emphasis on such an odd year last year. Right. And so they, um, they, they're, they're stacked. They're stacked. It's Clemson, and that's it. I mean, that I don't know who's going to be within 17 points of the spread the rest of their schedule. I mean, it is really, really even light. Florida. Florida. My bad. Gives about 10. Yeah. It's. it's I Florida think, lost a ton. Yeah. A ton. So, what is it right now? I think it is about eight. Uh, yeah, I think it's single digits, but it's north of a touchdown. I think it's like seven and a half, eight, something like that. Okay, which is a big line already, and yeah. I think it's only going to widen. But yeah, Georgia can get uh, Alabama this year. You know, Saban's rigging a damn COVID test last year. I mean, you know, no, 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 zero players missed any games for them. The, the only team in the doggone country, man. What's Fauci doing? Go see Saban about the COVID, man. We talk about how much Alabama lost, and they could be vulnerable. You know, Georgia could get them this year. They're still setting eleven and a half for their win total. Like, how how good is this team going to be this year? They're gonna they're 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 always going to be good when Saban's there. I mean, we know firsthand in Baton Rouge. I mean, he is he's the best, and he's just relentless. And like he needed another recruiting uh, tool to publicize with the quarterback and Bryce Young's getting a uh, million with the, dollars with the NIL. So it's. Uh, He's he's really really good. He's a for how old he is. Forget that he's got energy. He's hands on on the uh, on the recruiting, and he's going to make sure uh, that they have the number one budget football budget in college football every year. So you know they're going to be good. They're going to be real good um, defensively too. You know that all the linebackers are back. They're outstanding. Yeah, two of the two of the starting linebackers are from Baton Rouge. Huh. You know that's got to hurt. Uh, yeah. So um, it's a. Uh, but I think I think Georgia was just such a short price. Uh, I really I really like their chances. And I like I think they could play in the neutral site game with Clemson as well. And yeah, I, at four I'm really tempted to take the points because I could see that being a field goal game either way. And you know DJ Uyunglele played played well at times, but it's not Trevor Lawrence. And and in the Notre Dame game I, he put up big numbers, but he made some mistakes when when the going got tough down the stretch. So uh, we'll see. But he's he's a Incredible talent. Both of these teams are, hey, recruit great. You yeah. know, Clemson and Georgia. So, you know, as far as personnel, 
They're not, they're not outclassing Georgia. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah, there's no doubt. All right, Jimmy, let's get to the team that you know so well. Just a couple minutes. Uh, Over-under on wins, 8.5 for LSU. Uh, you mentioned maybe not putting a ton of stock into last year. It was a bizarre year. They fire Bo Pelini. Um, they don't get Marcus Freeman. My guy's got Marcus Freeman. Uh, <laughs> but over-under, 8.5 wins. And, and week one, going out west to UCLA as a four-point favorite. Yeah, I got on it at two. Oh, uh, there you go. So um, we thought that was. Uh, I think both those teams are primed for bounce back years. I think UCLA is going to be pretty good. I don't think they win that game. I think UCLA is going to be pretty good. But I do think LSU is. Add, add Dorian Thompson Robinson to uh, Bo Nix and some <laughs> others that just don't improve. Yeah. I mean, they have, he has not improved at all. He, you know, he kind of hit lightning in a bottle in that uh, Washington State game, mm-hmm. you know, last year but or the year before. But still, he's, uh, I, you know, they do get a trial run, so they play in week zero against it's Hawaii. Hawaii. Yep. So they kind of it's always a big improvement from your first game to the second game. But I think in the trenches up front, yeah. uh, I mean LSU's got a lot coming back on both sides of the line of scrimmage, and they sh- they they are definitely superior in that. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to start. It's very close. I think it's an open competition. Brennan and Johnson. Yeah, uh, but uh, they'll be they'll be fine. And um, little little tricky though with the uh, with. UCLA having that uh, game early. We got about a minute here. Uh, just sticking with w- what is the strength of LSU this year? I mean, I loved I loved Mike Jones, and I was surprised he left Clemson, and he lands at LSU. Obviously, Stingley is going to be Stingley, tremendous. Stingley and Ricks. Yeah, you know they can man up on each side, and you could do a lot of different things when you got corners. You could just you know play press and uh, you know bring extra guys. I mean, so uh, they you know this. Uh, uh, I'm a big cornerback guy. Okay, Kansas was never number one. Their two starting quarterbacks, cornerbacks Harris and Talib. I mean, <laughs> those were the starting cornerbacks when Denver won the Super Bowl. Right. When so, I mean, they have that. That's their strength. There's, this is not a special LSU team. Okay, they're much better than they were last year. But the eight and a half is is very close. I think they're more of a nine and three team. But they, they lose Alabama and then they got a bunch of swing games. Uh, whether it's A and M, Florida. Uh, and uh, Ole Miss on the road is going to be Ole Miss is going to be, be good. A, Ole Miss is uh, a lot of people in media days kind of bullish on Ole Miss, and I'm and I'm one of them. So Corral for Heisman? Why not? Yeah. He's going to put. You know, he, I love Kiffin's reaction when uh, they told him how much uh, Bryce uh, Bryce Young was making because he's like, my guy led the c- country in total <laughs> offense. This guy hasn't started, but uh, no, it's. Uh, I think they're a nine and three team. They'll be good, not great. Jimmy Ott, 104.5, down in Baton Rouge. Jimmy, always a pleasure. Man, thanks, guys. There he is. Some gambling. Yeah, there you go. We'll get him out of here. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.